This is Jason Bittner from Triple Helix Corporation, and welcome to our Helix Insider podcast. I'm joined in studio today by two of my colleagues, Andy Webster, who is our senior web developer for Triple Helix, and Sean Coover, who is our uh, systems engineer for Triple Helix. Welcome to the studio, guys. So today we're going to be talking to you guys about the importance of backups and uh, why it really matters. This is a topic that I think everyone can kind of understand and appreciate. Uh, but it's a little bit more to it than just, hey, making sure your files are backed up in case something bad happens to your computer so you can get them back kind of thing. There's actually quite a bit to this, so we'd like to walk you through it. So Andy, just for our listeners, let's start with the importance of backups and why it's important. Yeah, so in this day and age, pretty much all your data is in electronic form, mostly. You know, like your, you people have like tax documents, you know, bank statements, stuff like that. But also, just like important stuff like pictures of your kids and the older you get the more uh <laughs> the more important data you accumulate is what i find and so um it's just it's just um for personal data first of all it's important to back up but also in terms of uh, like business data it's just very important to back that up because that's time spent and that's work that you're gonna have to do again if you uh, if you lost that so in the sense it's good to be a data pack rat in that sense, <laughs> which is what I, what I refer to myself as. Yeah, so we want to perform our backups on like a regular, pretty regular basis, I would say, just because you never know when something's going to happen. You never know when uh, your power is going to go out. You know, lightning surge could blow up your hard drive or something like that, or just hard drives don't last forever. I've had plenty of them go in my life, and <laughs> I've had some that had held on for surprisingly long periods of time, but you know that's basically like storing your important documents in an in an old rotting shed kind of thing so <laughs> yeah no no good point good point now not all backups are actually the same and they're not all created equal sean why don't you walk us through what different types of backups are out there uh and what kind of devices we back up there's definitely several different types of backups uh, that are uh, available out there when you talk businesses, there's incremental backups versus server backups. Server backups are typically images of the entire server that are stored off-premise so that you can uh, restore the whole server. Then there's also incremental backups of your of your data so that when uh, you should you should be on a rolling incremental stat status so where usually on a daily basis you should be backing up your your crucial data. You could you could do it on an incremental basis where only the new data that's been stored gets backed up to the off-premise. And there's also, you know, there's cl cloud versus cold storage, which I think we'll speak more about that at that a, a, a little bit. Incremental versus your full system backups. Uh, you'll want to make sure you, you have at least, you know, a daily, a weekly, and a monthly for your server images, but all of your incremental data, your databases, all your, all your uh, server files, you, you should be doing that on, a, uh, on an incremental status. And that should be going to some sort of cloud storage uh, if you don't have your own uh, cold storage solution. And uh, cold storage solutions are, are sort of not the best way to go anymore, but uh, it is a good solution for personal uses. But for business uses, uh, you definitely want to have both. So let's talk a little bit now about disaster recovery, because, you know, there's really no point in making a backup if you don't know your backups are working. And so, um, Andy, talk to us a little bit about like the importance of testing backups and, and why that's very, very important. Most times, 
you know, you're not doing your backups manually, so the server is kind of doing it for you. Or um, And so you do want to check in every so often just to make sure that you didn't have, like, an update that broke something. And, you know, you have... You think, you're ha you think you have seven days back of data and then something happens and you go to look at your backup and it's like, oh, uh, actually, we don't have a backup. <laughs> or you load it up and it's like three days ago or something like that instead of yesterday. So um, that's like uh, pretty much every developer or system admin's nightmare um, <laughs> is when you need to have a backup and it's not actually there. So, yeah, so... Good, good practice to just um, periodically check in and try to take your backup and move, you know, uh, load it into something just to see um, if it's actually working. That, that's an excellent point because I remember back in the day, like we had clients that were using these old antiquated tape backup systems. In fact, some people still use it. And, you know, for our listeners, a tape backup is similar to like a cassette tape that it's it's magnetic and you would load the tape into the device and it would go through and it would like systematically back up and it, it wasn't instantaneous it would actually take quite a while maybe a few hours and what these customers of ours were doing is they were backing up to this tape but they would never test it and so at one point the worst case scenario happened where their primary server failed and they went back to the tape to try to recover it and realizing that they had been backing up empty tapes for the last 10 years and they had nothing. It was the doomsday scenario. So the importance of testing backups just can't be understated. And, and related to that, you know, we, we're also aware that, you know, backups technology has really evolved over the years. And Sean was talking about this. I'm going to come back to you, Sean, is that, I mean, instead of doing tapes, you know, we're now recommending something that goes completely out the building into the cloud. And, you know, my recollection of cloud storage um, in the early days for backups, it was quite expensive. So a lot of folks just didn't do it. It was cheaper to have your own tape or your own systems on premise. But nowadays, because uh, storage is so cheap, um, we really recommend putting your data in the cloud. Uh, Sean, why don't you talk to our listeners about like the importance of the, the cloud backups and how easy and accessible and, and moreover, what it means for uh, our listeners personally, as well as for their businesses. Like I said before, cloud, uh, cloud storage has been evolving very rapidly. The, the cost of storage uh, has, has been dec decreasing and, and plummeting really. Uh, you know, these, uh, one terabyte, two terabyte SSDs, which are so much faster than HDDs, are 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 going for cheap. So uh, businesses are setting up huge clouds that are all redundant with huge rate arrays, and they're able to with the the cost of storage and uh, the cost of data transfer coming down, they're able to offer cheaper rates on cloud storage. Uh, as I said, uh, experts are starting to recommend cloud storage more than than just cold storage. Sean, what's cold storage? I don't believe we've defined that. Uh, cold storage is where you, you take a uh, like an external hard drive, or as you were mentioning, the, the tapes, you plug it into your computer, you're, you drop your data in there, and you unplug it, and you put it in, in a drawer storm somewhere. That's cold storage. Okay. So it's unaccessible after you've stored it, basically. Right. It's not on, it's not accessible. So the hardware doesn't have as much wear and tear until you, you plug it back in if you need that data again. But, you know, that's a manual process too. You have to manually do that, just like the tapes. So you mentioned, uh, you mentioned RAID. What, 
what is what is RAID exactly? A RAID is a redundant array of uh, independent disks. Uh, it's a uh, server card where you plug multiple hard drives into it, and there's multiple different levels of RAID, like 10 and 5. But it makes sure that if a hard drive fails in this array, they can take it out and put it back in and not lose any data whatsoever. Right, because it's actually writing the data simultaneously to multiple drives, right, Sean? Yes, it's writing the data to multiple drives. Like uh, a RAID 1 is a mirror where you have one hard drive over here and another hard drive over here, both connected. The same data is being written to both of them. So if one one fails, you can pull it out and put the other one back in. So we we have, you know, companies have dedicated entire department and lots of resources to creating these huge uh, cloud storage implementations, and they're getting pretty cheap. Google's, uh, Google's Drive, uh, Microsoft OneDrive, there's several others out there that are that are really cheap. You can, uh, I, I think Apple has iCloud for 10 bucks a month for two terabytes. So cloud storage is getting really cheap. In, in the long run, cold storage is cheaper, but you, you know, you, you just don't get the redundancy with cold storage that you get with cloud storage because they have entire teams that are dedicated to maintaining those servers. And, and you know, from a practical purpose, you know, we always tell our clients that they should be doing some sort of redundant storage, not only for their business, but actually for their personal, because as you mentioned, the, 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 the different softwares that are out there, the iClouds and the, the Google Drives and the whatnot are so cheap. There's really no excuse not to do that, but it does take a little bit of effort to set it up initially. Because in a lot of these softwares, what you'll do is you'll point at a directory on your machine or even like say the entire machine's hard drive and say, hey, when I make a change, back this up and throw the file out on the cloud. Um, and so you have that redundancy, but it's automated and it's done for you. Companies are actually starting to make that even easier, like Apple and Microsoft, iCloud and a OneDrive. If you uh, like for Windows, Microsoft OneDrive, if you save a file on your computer, it goes to OneDrive if you have a OneDrive account. Same for, for Apple uh, on, on your Mac OS. If you save a file and you have iCloud, it saves to iCloud. Uh, they're, getting they're, they're getting almost instantaneous with this. Dropbox takes a little bit more time than instantaneous, but uh, some of these companies are really going for instant. Right, right. Uh, back in the day, um, I actually started with Carbonite, which is a really decent backup service. Initially, it's interesting that Carbonite was one of the few companies that did instantaneous save. Um, that's not true anymore, but they were very favored initially because when you did save your file, it would go immediately to their cloud archive, whereas a Dropbox at the time, it, it wasn't instantaneous. It might take an hour or two before it was finally synced. But to your point, I mean, it's all instantaneous now, and there's just a huge wealth of options uh, uh, for businesses and, and individuals to use. Yeah, there's definitely a, a lot of options for everyone to use. So it's I always recommend that uh, everyone should have redundant backups, do some cold storage, you know, have an external hard drive where you dump your all your personal data there at, but also have some sort of cloud storage solution so that uh, in, in the case of something like a house fire or, or, you know, God forbid a flood or something like that, uh, your, your cold storage devices may get damaged. So there's, there's always that threat. So there, it's always a good idea to, to look into cl cloud storage. I see we're getting actually close to the end of our time here. Just before we sign off, uh, any final thoughts? Back to you, Andy. Just, um, it's not too hard to storage personally. I mean, I know that it's, uh, 
to me is very important because you know i have pictures of my kids that i don't want to lose that's like <laughs> those are those are things that are you know irreplaceable and you know as well as just your business data it's just um oftentimes i think we don't think of electronic data as being as important as it is because i don't know maybe that's just me having come through that period of time but um you know where things were every everything was written down and now everything's in the cloud but um you know it's it's just as important as those tax documents that you have written on paper so you know make sure you make sure you have a plan <laughs> right for sure sean how about you final thoughts my final thought is that uh, uh redundancy is key there's going to be issues at some point you're going to have hard drive failures you're going to, if you have a computer you're going to have you know, uh, phone failures, stuff like that. Uh, hard hardware goes bad, so it's always important to have redundant backups of all your important data. You know, like I, I have pictures of my kids too, and you know, I have important tax documents. I have all, all sorts of uh, personal important data that you know, I need to make sure that I have uh, always. So uh, redundancy is key. So I have cloud storage and cold storage, and it's it's best to have both. And if 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 you're really if you're really paranoid or or really want to get into backups, uh, you could have uh, two cloud storages options like Google Drive and OneDrive. I mean, um, I, I have two, so uh, but that's just me. I'm I'm very paranoid about my my data. Uh, I'm a systems engineer, is what I do. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Okay, well, thank you. I want to thank my two guests, Sean Cougar and uh, Andy Webster, for joining me today in studio. And this is our Helix Insider podcast. Till next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.